With avian influenza making the news and more and more poultry catching it, one would think the USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service website would be staying on top of wild bird cases. But here it is, April 21st at 9.30 p.m., and they're still not showing the American crow that tested positive in Minnesota at the beginning of the month, though now they are showing one infected crow in North Dakota. No cases of ravens or blue jays are showing up on the website, nor any other songbirds. Recommendations on either side of the issue are based entirely on educated guesses. On April 20th, the Cornell Lab of Ornithology responded this way to a Facebook question about bird flu, quote, So far, the Cornell Lab has not recommended taking down bird feeders. The current avian flu does not appear to be affecting songbirds at all, and there is nothing to suggest that it would spread at feeders. Only domestic fowl, waterfowl, and a few birds of prey seem to be affected. Taking down bird feeders doesn't hurt, as songbirds have plenty of wild sources of food this time of year. But there's no evidence yet that it's necessary. Groups that are making that recommendation are playing it extra safe." End quote. Meanwhile, the Cornell Cooperative Extension on March 15th recommended that people take down their feeders, and both the Cornell Lab and the Cornell Cooperative Extension are legitimately interpreting the data because there is no effort to collect dead songbirds to assess what may or may not have killed them and whether they could be passing on the virus to anything else. I'm bitter that some unvaccinated people who refuse to wear masks anywhere are among the most strident in criticizing anyone who leaves their bird feeders up. Even though I've taken my own feeders down for a bit, other people just as conscientious and caring about birds have not, and unlike the COVID vaccination and masks, with regard to bird flu, there's no science behind anyone's decision. I wish disease were the only problem posed to birds by bird feeding. I just learned about a horrible feeder design being sold by a company called Heritage Farms as the Audubon Seeds and More Metal Hopper Bird Feeder. The way it's designed, birds insert their heads into it to get a seed, and one person I know of went out to fill hers and found a chickadee already dead whose head had been entrapped. On Amazon, the item includes two comments from others regarding this, one who came upon a dead sparrow and trapped this way, and one who found an unidentified bird and trapped but still alive. She wrote that her husband had to get his metal cutter and cut between the openings. He saved that bird in time. Audubon's name on the product implies that it endorses it. I hope they pressure the company to not only take their name off it, but to get the product off store shelves and Amazon immediately. 
I bought some wonderful window tray feeders from Wild Birds Unlimited sometime around 2000 or 2001. I've loved these for a long time, in part because the removable, washable bottom is screened, so rainwater drains well. But twice this spring, when I was watching my female red-bellied woodpecker in that feeder, I saw that one of her claws was momentarily stuck. She quickly extricated it by herself, but it put up a little red flag in my mind. Then last week, I got an email from a reader in Sacramento, California, about a much more tragic occurrence at a feeder with what looks like the exact same kind of screened floor. This one, a roofed platform feeder from Duncraft. She discovered a male goldfinch that had gotten a claw stuck in the screening, and by the time she found it, it was dead. As I noted, I've been using my own feeders with what I'm pretty sure is the exact same screened bottom for over two decades without any problems except that one case this year. And these screened bottoms really do help keep seed dry. Fortunately, my Sacramento reader is much cleverer than I and immediately came up with a solution. She lined the bottom of that feeder with parchment paper. That's what I'm doing from now on, too. These screened feeders bottoms may not represent a statistically significant hazard, but just one preventable bird loss of one of my birds is one too many. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.